0: It's time for This Week in WordPress, episode number 218, recorded on Monday the 25th of July 2022. This episode is entitled 300plugins.phish. My name's Nathan Wrigley and I'm joined today by Michelle Frechette as well as Nick Adams and Kirsten Wright. We're here to talk all about WordPress and there's lots of news. The first couple of things are about images. We'll soon hopefully be able to upload SVG and have WebP images created for us. We also talk about a new default theme for WordPress which would heavily feature block patterns. It sounds exciting to me. WordPress.com have written, have decided to backtrack on a change that they made to their pricing and We have a new project by Mike Oliver called the Website Builders Collective, and we get into that and what it's all about. There is a proposal to have a plugin checker for WordPress, a bit like we do on the theme side at the moment. It should automate many of the things that plugin developers have to, at current, have manually approved. We also get into the fact that I had a podcast episode with Amber Hines all about accessibility and tons of offers. Stella WP are giving 40% off their entire suite of products. And surprisingly, during the show, we managed to get everybody 25% off WP buffs as well. It's all coming up next on This Week in WordPress. This episode of the WP Bills podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL and 24-7 support. Bundle that with the hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place, invoice clients, and get 30% of new purchases. Find out more at go.me forward slash builds. Hello, 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 good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. This week in WordPress, can you believe it, episode 218 ridiculous i hear you scream but we've managed to get there and we're joined this week by three lovely guests we've got the the often here michelle frochette how are you doing michelle
1: Good. I actually don't think of myself as a guest. I think of myself as a rotational co-host.
0: That's it. You are a rotational <laughs> co-host. I like it. I like the rotational bit. You are one of our six rotational co-hosts. But a pleasure to have you back again. If you it's don't know, Michelle. Yeah, well, thank you. I really appreciate the time that you you put into yeah. it. M- Michelle, if you don't know, is the director of community engagement for Stella WP at Liquid Web. In addition to her work at Stella WP, Michelle is the podcast barista at WP. Coffee talk.com Sorry, WPCoffeeTalk.com. I think I butchered that. And she's the co-founder of Underrepresented in Tech.com, creator of WP Career Pages, the president of the board for BigOrangeHeart.org, director of community relations and contributor at PostStatus.com. She's an author, a business coach, and a frequent organizer and speaker at WordPress events. She lives outside of Rochester, New York, where she's an avid nature photographer. And as we'll find out in a moment, she's just added something else to that biography, which, which we'll no doubt say in weeks to come. But you can find out more about her at meetmichelle.online. Pleasure to have you. Thank you for joining us. Thank now, you. Michelle. Yeah. And we've got two people that we've never had on the show before, so that's always a pleasure for me. It's lovely to have some new guests, and thank you for joining us. First of all, let's go to, to Kristen Wright. How are you?
2: Hey, I'm doing well.
0: Where are you based, Kristen?
2: I'm in the very hot Oklahoma City at the moment. So. Okay.
0: Okay, so does that mean it's ridiculously early where you are? Oh, I'm sorry. Not not too early. Not too early. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, I'll do your biography as well. Kristen Wright is the marketing director at iThemes. Founded in 2008, iThemes was one of the very first premium WordPress companies and is best known for their WordPress security plugin, iTheme Security, which we will be talking about very shortly towards the end because they've got some nice new features coming out. There's also Backup Body, which was the original WordPress backup plugin. And since 2011, Kristen has led content, email and product marketing at iThemes, working behind the scenes to build one of the most trusted brands in wordpress and on the side she's the creator of the transformation year a year long email series with daily journaling prompts she's the author of two books on journaling tell the trial and a tiny existence right before we go and introduce nick i don't even know what journaling is so tell me very briefly what what is journaling i, I mean i'm guessing it's like just a daily what i might it call is. keeping a diary
2: it is a lot like keeping a okay. diary, in fact. So it's just like a daily record of your day and, and you know, insights, introspection, all that good stuff. So and it have so a lot the, of mental health benefits. Okay.
0: Is, I was going to say is the purpose of it to sort of go back and examine what you did from a sort of mental health point of view and take note of where you were and how your journey was on that day and what what, you know, which things worked for you and which things didn't.
2: Yeah, it's just a, you know, it's a conversation with yourself, I guess. So oh, okay. a lot of people, you need that outlet to be able to kind of reflect on your day. Oh, well, that's
0: that's amazing. That's really cool. So well, there you go. There's a new guest, Kristen. So thank you for joining us today. And last, but by no means least, we're joined by Nick Adams. Um, how are you doing, Nick? And where are you?
3: Doing great. I'm in Boston, Massachusetts,
0: where it is also equally ridiculously hot right now. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what? I live in the UK, which basically 363 and a half days of the year. You can never say that. But today is one of those times when it is. They've got the sun streaming and you can see I'm basically in heaven. Everything's sort of like this pearly white and, uh, and it's lovely and hot here. But yeah, thank you for joining us, Nick. I'll just do your bio as well. Nick Adams. As you can see, he is the CEO of WP Buffs. Since 2016, WP Buffs has been providing 24-7 WordPress support and maintenance. Their global team of experts take care of your entire website so that you have time and freedom to focus on what you really want to do. How's it all going over there at WP Buffs? Are you still continuing on your growth path? Absolutely, yeah. The team is continuing to grow and uh, and just
3: being all over the place we've got our team is on uh, every continent except for antarctica so if anybody's got any leads on any scientists or penguins looking for a job, <laughs> you know we can get on that last continent
0: that's so good imagine imagine that having a maintenance plan for a website in antarctica that would that'd be so cool just to tick all the boxes get all the i, I j- you know what i do it. Let's see if we can find somebody in Antarctica. Thank you for joining us all all three of you. I really appreciate it and thank you for anybody who's coming into the comments. Feel free to drop in any comments. If you wish to remain anonymous on Facebook that's fine Um, but if you don't wish to remain anonymous and you would like us to know what you look like with your avatar and so on, then you've got to go through this little step. You've got to go to chat.restream.io forward slash FB once more Chat.restream.io forward slash FB, and that will de anonymize you. We'll get to see who you are. Like, for example, well, actually, Kathy is coming to us via Google comments because she's over on the WP builds page, I think. And she says, Hi, Carmen. That's very nice. And uh, you see, this person has not de anonymized themselves. I don't know who they are. Michelle is I'm going to guess. Can I
1: guess?
0: Yeah, yeah, go. Go on. I
1: I think it's Picha. But I'm not sure.
0: Okay. So. All right. Let's find out. Michelle is 100% winning the vibrancy contest this week. Ah, you're talking about... Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I never win that contest. Like, there's no chance that I will ever I win send, that
1: I can <laughs> send you some purple dye if you'd like.
0: No, don't send me the purple <laughs> dye. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, maybe for charity one time. Um, No offense to everyone else, says Peach. non-taken and as always, you get an award or something, Cameron. He's always staying up late on a Monday night. He's in Australia. Can you send some heatwave? My way? bloody freezing here, he says. <laughs> <laughs> just, just wait a few weeks, Cameron. I'm sure that things will turn around. If you do want to join us in the comments, I'd really appreciate that. Um, and maybe stop for a moment and go and share this. It's wpbuilds.com uh, forward slash live. There you go, wpbuilds.com forward slash live and see if we can get some more people in having a chat with us. There's quite a few already, but um, right, let's get on with it, shall we? Let's share the screen and start nattering and droning on about WordPress, as we always do. First off, this is our website, wpbuilds.com. If you fancy subscribing, click that link, and we'll keep you up to date. We don't need to say much more than that. If it was Peacher on the comments just then. Well, I'm doing a thing with Pizza tomorrow. We typically try to do it each month, but COVID and WordCamp Europe kind of got in the way a little bit. So we had a month or maybe two months off this time around, but we're doing one again tomorrow. We're doing one of our live UI UX... Um, appraisals and it's happening at 3 p.m uk time so it's basically more or less this sort of time ish and we're going to do live and she dissects a couple of websites if you would like some professional tips and tricks from peacha go to wpbuilds.com forward slash ui and you can fill out that form and we will hopefully therefore feature your show for free you get some expert tips about some UI, ui ui ux aspects for free so yeah was it peacher do we know Anybody know was it Peacher? Oh, it was no. apparently. Matt oh, wasn't Peacher. No, it wasn't, oh, no, look, look. It, wasn't it was Matt. It wasn't you, Matt. Consider me the budget. <laughs> Consider me the budget or <laughs> the the zero point zero one alpha oh, hi, version. <laughs> nice to nice to have you, Matt. Oh, that's great. Thank you. I made me chuckle that comment. Thanks a lot. Okay, let's get stuck into the news properly. So, uh, so we're going to be talking about images a lot, plugins a lot, themes a lot <laughs> this week. It's really is. Ground into WordPress this week. Sometimes we go off-piste a bit, but not so much this week, because there is a plan for adding WebP native support in WordPress. I don't know if you know, but WebP is like all the rage. Uh, you know, if you go into any image editing program these days, that's one of the one of the options, along with JPEG and GIF and all of those things. And but it hasn't been included in WordPress core. But the performance team is looking for serious feedback about whether this should be added to WordPress core. It seems to me like a bit of a no-brainer, but there you go. Um, They found during some research that that really there's a lot of support for it now. There's almost nothing that doesn't support it. So, for example, only a few versions of Safari on Mac OS don't support it, and that only represents less than 3% of people browsing the internet. 97% of email clients support WebP. Um, RSS readers, basically all of the top ones, they they don't say which ones they are, but the top RSS readers don't support it. And also they went out and reached out to web hosts and said, look, would this be a problem if we create WebP images as well. In other words, if you upload an image and they create a WebP image, you are, of course, using up some more storage. And the web said, no, sweat it not. Don't worry. Looks like on most hosts, storage isn't a concern. Most people are not using anywhere near the allocation that they're paying for. Now, it may be that if you're on a super cheap host that this won't be possible anyway. They haven't built in the support for WebP. But um, it would appear that Really, there's a bit of, it's a bit of a no-brainer. The, the proposal is to have a 355 byte, byte, not kilobyte, byte, uh, uncompressed piece of JavaScript, which would detect whether there was WebP support, and they would only create uh, the WebP images for user-facing content. So, for example, they would still put uh jpegs and so on into rss feeds and things like that it would only be on the front end of your site anyway there you go that's the long and the short of it webp i say let's have it it's over to you three
3: i'm all for it personally um i mean webp has been around and and really just like a solid format for well well over a decade at this point and uh and so to to finally see it getting core support and uh and the ability to, you know, auto-generate WebP images, I think, is going to be great. Um, they work great, and they're very nice file sizes.
0: Yeah, that's the piece, isn't it? It's about it's about the file size, and obviously, th- this has been suggested by the performance team because smaller payloads coming across the wire is better for the environment it's better for your speed it's better for your search engine ranking there's no downside um it's just that we don't have it so yeah good point it's all about the the file size coming out the other end and it i forget what it is but i believe off the top of my head it's like a 40 percent reduction on a typical jpeg something like that it's it's a lot um and if you've got an image heavy site it's this is going to matter sorry carry on kristen or michelle
1: yeah, i, I to speed doing... is
2: important i'm oh, sorry go ahead <laughs> go ahead yeah i i mean just as far as image size you know output too that's something we see a lot with backup buddy customers it does affect even things like your backups right like you end up having enormous backups yep. because you know your images so so a lot of average users don't really realize the impact of image size on their overall size size so
0: michelle
1: yeah so i had uh when i was freelancing i had a, custo- uh, I had a customer a local wordpress Meetup attendee said, "I don't understand why my site isn't working so well. Can I come over? Will you take a look with me?" And the hero image was forty thousand pixels wide, and I'm not, not an exaggerating. Like it was. Oh dear. I, I tried to load the site, and it it like after forty five seconds there was still nothing coming up. I said, "Well, let's take a look at this." I'm like, well, let's replace this image first, and then, of course, it was much faster. But I can see that. People who don't know, I mean, people who do know what they're doing would love this. People who don't know what they're doing, this would be truly beneficial for.
0: That's a—that's the thats the piece, I think, in that if you are doing this professionally, you, you just know this, right? You've been told this countless times is optimize your images, make the images the size that they need to be and nothing greater. But if you're a, just a, a casual user of WordPress, which is probably the vast, vast majority of installs of WordPress... Then an image is an image is an image, and who cares? It's a photograph that I took and it's 14 megapixels. Doesn't matter, it'll be fine. And of course, it won't. The. The A lot of the image squishing services like Smush and ShortPixel and Jetpack, I believe, has got it. They've been doing this for a long time, but the idea of putting it into core, I think, is really clever. There's a bit that I missed off the bottom of the article where it said that they would own... So this is hopefully coming in uh, WordPress 6.1, and it would only create WebP versions of the core image sizes. So if you've registered quirky, you know, 16 different types of images that all get created, that it won't be dealing with that at the beginning. It will only do the, you know, the large, medium, and thumbnail to begin with. Um, And it will only create uh, WebP images if they are going to... Well, I don't know how it works it out, but it's going to work out whether it'll save you... um, save you space. If it's smaller, it'll make it. If it's not, then it won't. And they'll only be making, and again, I don't know quite how they're going to work this out. It will only create WebP images for things which are intended for use on the front end, which for me is pretty much everything I upload. So I can't really think what the other scenarios are. But anyway, there you go. If you're interested, the the piece is over at make.wordpress.org. And it's a piece that was written on the 30th of June by Adam Silverstein or Silverstein. So you can uh, follow it up if you're interested about that. Okie doke. Oh, there's a picture. Hello, Peter. Did you miss the bit? I mentioned the fact that we're doing a show tomorrow. And um, yeah, so that bit's already come. Uh, if it is, what's this, Nick? I don't get this. Do you know a guy called Jeff? Jeff Betancourt. If it is Nick approved, then it's the way of the future.
3: Oh, yes, yeah. Jeff is one of the smartest people in WordPress, and I 100% agree with his statement. Right?
0: <laughs> whatever whatever Jeff says goes, and he approves. <laughs> Jeff approves this message. I'm pretty sure he a in- right now, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's his knee right
0: there behind yeah. me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really meta. That like, thumb goes up for a brief moment. That's hysterical. There's somebody watching right over the other side of the room. Oh, that's lovely. And hello... Hello there, Vikas from (laughs) Bangalore in India. Very nice to have you with us. I don't think we've met before, but lovely to have you. Okay, let's move on. We've talked about WebP. Let's move on and talk about this one. You can, by the way, right, just a complete aside, does anybody ever read this bit in the gray box at the top when you go to make.wordpress.org? Do you ever read that bit, or is it just this bit here? Or is it just annoying... That, like, it has to be there all the time. Wouldn't this be better in a sidebar or something? There you go. Rant over. WP drama coming at you. Right. This, I think, is super cool. I am really bullish about this. I hope this happens. I'm already going to say it. So this is Channing Ritter on make.wordpress.org. She's got a proposal for a new kind of default theme. So obviously every year, more or less, we get a new default theme and it looks like this and it looks like that. And you may like it or you may hate it. You may use it, but typically I don't think many people do use it. She's got this idea that wouldn't it be nice if instead of creating a theme which is specific to a particular use case, what about if the theme was just to really drill down On style variations, and style variations came in in WordPress 6, and it's the ability, if you're looking at the screen, you can see there's an image uh, of what we're talking about. It's it's the ability to to change out things like uh, typography by clicking parts of the new editor UI. So you could change all of the fonts, the, the colors, and basically just completely modify how the site looks and feels by setting up some style variations. And so is, and the proposal is, well, let's do that. Let's make a new default theme, which is pretty bland out of the box, but that you can click and change the style variations to radically alter it and make it like basically really use this feature. And she says, what if, instead of emphasizing the theme itself, we highlighted an opinionated set of style variations designed by members of the community? It would be interesting to experiment how opinionated we could make each of the variations. Maybe one variation makes all typography on the site use a single type in monospace font, while another uses many different fonts paired together. I think that pushing the boundaries of what can be done with style variation format should be the goal. If we can have fun seeing what kind of things can come up with the process and so that's it it's a pretty short piece but it got a lot of comments loads and loads of comments which is not normal um lots and lots of comments mostly favorable i haven't written a comment but if i did write a comment it would be highly favorable i think this is a really cool idea and i've said enough so it's up to you three now
3: i i think it's great it's uh it's something that a lot of um, third-party, like um, premium themes outside of the um, outside of the WordPress repository, um, they've had that option for a while. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, rather than having to either customize the theme every time you want to check out a different style, or or worse, having to constantly change themes just to to get the style that you want. I, I mean, it's great if. If you find a good theme where you mostly you like the the overall layout and, and it's got good code, and I think good code. Um, this is coming from a you know developer, so of course that's my my big thing. If, if themes got good code, um, you know it's great to be able to stick with it. Nice clean code, and uh, these style variations really allow you to um, to change up quite a bit um, without having to switch themes or even having to customize it yourself
0: yeah thank you that's that's really that's really interesting so michelle or kristen anything yeah
1: so i really hate when people make things easier said nobody ever so.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good point yeah i'm just gonna but, leave it there <laughs> yeah that's all you needed to say yeah that's right kristen anything on this
2: I, I love it. You know, I think one of the things mm. about default themes is that they kind of show us how all these things should work together, right? I think that it's always the best example because the core team is working on it. So to see how it's implemented and to see like, okay, this is what's possible with, you know, full-site editing style variations, it'd be really awesome to see, so. Yeah, because
0: we, we've always had an opinionated theme, haven't we? You know, 2022, yes. I could actually mm-hmm. use 2022, but a lot of the other ones I, I haven't really been able to use. And they, you know, you just sort of fear that they're a bit too generic. But with this one, if it's fairly plain and the the focus is really on the, uh, the, the typography and just messing around just to show off what can be done with the technology, mm-hmm. you know, you probably won't end up using whatever font combination they've gone or got got or color combination but the fact that you can actually do it and it's highlighting it i think that's that's really cool and we had a suggestion last week uh i can't remember what the piece was and it might have been on the tavern about using block patterns in the new default theme as well so having a ton of different block patterns that you can actually download on the on the wordpress.org side as well is quite interesting and i've learned something today because courtney has schooled me, and how did I not know? Uh, so apparently, Courtney tells me that there's a little box. Look at that. It says hide welcome box, and if you click it, look what it does. It hides the welcome box. Courtney, do you know if this – I'm going to refresh this page, and let's see if it's sticky. Ah, look, it stays in. Right, that's it from now on. I'm never seeing that <laughs> little gray box ever again. Thank you, <laughs> Courtney. I've learned something new. That's brilliant. Uh,
1: yeah, but – after you hide things like that then you then you go why do nobody's ever told me that before and That's then you're right. like well it's in the gray box that you hid
0: <laughs> Yeah, and then I'm in like a month from now, I'm going to be saying, why is there this little thin grey band at the bottom of every... Si- oh, sorry, at the top of every... Si- it's pointless. Get rid of it. Uh, Cameron says, I think it's a good idea, but I can't help but laugh at it because Matt recently said he wanted thousands of full-site editing themes and mixed messages, I feel. Yeah, I get your point about that, Cameron. It, it does feel to me as if we might be heading for a point where we just don't need that many themes. We just need a handful of well-built themes that we just drop patterns into. I, I don't know if that's the direction that's desirable or not, but it does feel like that's that's where it's going for me. Team reps, says Courtney, might want the grey box if you want to find meetings. Okay, I'm going to enable it again because now I feel bad for the team reps. So the box is back and it's going to stay there. I should, I should, I should never have mentioned it. Okay, moving on. We're on the tavern. Sarah Gooding, who, by the way... I think is doing a pretty terrific job given the uh, given the fact that Justin Tadlock left probably, oh, I don't know, maybe six weeks ago or she's had to step into the breach. I think she's doing an amazing job. So well done, Sarah. Agreed. WordPress design contribute. Oh, this is the, um, sorry, I do apologize. I'm sort of repeating myself. I was supposed to miss that tab out. I was supposed to come to this one. So we did WebP images. Um, Now we're talking about SVG images. So today it's all about the images. WordPress performance team is working on a module for SVG uploads. Um, I use SVGs for just every logo I have done for years now. And you have to, because it's not an image, it's not allowed in the media library by default. It's kind of weird, isn't it? I think if you're a a non-experienced WordPress user and your graphic designer gave you an SVG image and said, just upload that to your website you'd be a bit perplexed why it didn't work because you would probably assume, well, it's an image. What? But it isn't. It's a file format, and because it's a file format, it brings a load of XML text nonsense with it, which is potentially, I say potentially, a security problem. Now, there's a few plugins like SVG Support or Safe SVG, which have got staggering install bases, by the way. Um, SVG Support has got nearly a million and Safe SVG has got over 600,000. So we know that this stuff is desirable. But the intention here is the performance team want to see if we can have this built into core. Um, and not a lot more to say, really. I just think, why not? Let's have some kind of sanitizing process built into WordPress core. And, uh, and let's have SVGs all over the internets.
2: I actually though, I pinged Timothy Jacobs, lead developer of Riot Security to just kind of unpack what are the security concerns with SVG files? Because it's hard, you know, it's it's just hard to unpack like what's really going on here with SVG files. And he gave me a very lengthy explanation and I thought it was really interesting because the stuff I didn't really realize before. And so there's kind of like two parts to this, right? That like, on the one hand, if you create your own SVG files out of Illustrator and export those and upload, you don't have anything to worry about, right? Safe
0: as houses, yeah. yeah. Yes,
2: exactly. But the fundamental issue is that because they're interactive, they can include things like JavaScript. Yep. So the part on the WordPress side that I think is really interesting, I didn't realize is that, you know, there's these protections in place to not allow like less privileged users to up- upload you know, executable code. And so that's what we would be unpacking, right? Is like that authors could then be able to upload code that then could turn themselves into administrator users. If they've got JavaScript in there, that would be, you know, make them into a user with higher permissions. So super interesting. I learned about WQS, I guess is the strips evil scripts. That's what's built into WordPress to help protect that, um, you know, to so I don't know, I thought it was really interesting because I, I never really understood the specifics of the security risks of SVP. Yeah.
0: So the the plugins that we've got at the moment the safe svg and what have you they they do double duty they they allow svgs to be uploaded but then they also strip out what what they think is the, the harmful bit and that's basically what they're proposing uh, the 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 team, the performance team is proposing by the way, bravo performance team there's a lot going on in the performance team at the moment and it's, they really are churning out an awful lot of stuff and they've only been going for what feels like 8 minutes and we've got all of these great things coming along um, so I'm going to quote it it says, uh, contributors propose the idea of working on a new SVG uploads module they are first aiming to allow users to upload svg files without scripts so it doesn't say that they're going to sanitize them they're just going to make it by the sounds of it so that if you have as you described this the one that you created that you know doesn't have scripts in it you can upload those ones and i don't know if in the future they're going to work on some kind of parsing of the the svg to figure out what they need to strip away but you're right they do present a security threat and with that i'll hand it over to michelle or or nick
3: Yeah. um, Oh, Oh, yeah, Um, I can say that I um, I have actually seen um, SVG being used for uh, malicious things out in the (laughs) wild. So it's definitely it's a real threat. It's it's not a big one, mostly because SVG isn't used by most people. Um, Obviously, graphic designers are all very, very familiar with with SVGs because most graphic designers prefer vector formats um, for good reason. Um, but a lot of website owners, um, don't really even know what they are. Um, but it is, you can end up with uh, SVG files, just looking for an image for your site, you know, Googling, looking for something. And if you download it from the wrong place, um, I have absolutely seen where, uh, it wasn't a WordPress site, but, uh, it was a different, it was like a custom built site and, um, they ended up using some SVG files that they found online and uh one of them had some malicious code in it and it had to be taken out it, it mostly was just injecting um it was like the you know the search engine injection type yeah stuff. so nothing overly malicious like you know taking over a server or anything but that's still you know it's it's a real threat so i'm glad to see that they're taking it seriously and not just saying okay you can upload svg now best of luck
0: right right Right, right. Yeah. I'd be curious to see where they go with this, whether or not it's going to strip things out or it's just going to enable things that already are pre-stripped out. But again, they are great. You know, they're tiny. They're teeny, tiny little files. And they, you know, if you expand your SVG, it just looks just as good in... The forty megapixel image version that you were describing uh, earlier, Michelle, as it does in teeny tiny, you know, the, it's just the perfect way of doing things. But we don't have that support at the moment. Michelle, what were you going to add?
1: No, I said I had nothing to add. I'm, um, it's been said.
0: Okay, alrighty. In which case, we've got the thumbs up for WebP, and we've got the thumbs up for SVG. That's that's it. And let's go to this one. Okay. Okay, this this was the WP drama from several weeks ago. WordPress.com decided that without um, seemingly asking what their already paying customers wanted, they decided to change the pricing structure. Now, it needs to be added that at WordPress.com they didn't change the pricing structure for people already uh, on. They were going to grandfather those pricing deals, but they decided that they would get rid of their different pricing tiers. So if you're looking at the image here, you can see we've got... Four years, we've got personal, premium, business, and e-commerce. What they did was they basically killed all of those and just went uh, into two plans, I believe it was. It was the, the free and the $15 a month pro plan. Well, the community seems to have spoken. There was a lot of negative pushback at the time. I remember there was quite a few articles uh, all over the interweb saying, what? This just seems madness. Why didn't anybody talk to us about this before you did it? And a few months have gone by, and Automatic have, have backtracked, it would seem. So Automatic VP of con- of Content, Michael Pick, said in a new pricing announcement, What we heard is that some of you missed the more granular flexibility of our previous plans. Additionally, the features you needed and pricing of the new plans didn't always align for you. Um, so they've, they've rolled it back, basically, and now you can only have... Uh, you can not only have the two plans you can go for the personal the premium the business and the e-commerce and be more complicated for you know wordpress.com administrative staff and so on it seems that that's seems that's what the community needed if you're at wp.com you know if you're grandfathered in and apparently you can keep your free and pro account if that was something that you bought into over the last few weeks so there you go it's probably not a lot to say about that is there shall i just move on yeah, okay, I will. Uh, and we'll go to this one. Oh, how I want this to be successful. Uh, this is w, WB Collective. I double-took then thinking I should be saying WP. This is W B uh because it stands for Website Builders Collective. And this is a project by uh, Mike Oliver. I don't know if you've come across Mike Oliver before, but he, he was on the... The Page Builder Summit a couple of times uh, back, and he's decided he wants to put a collective together, uh, a community where he's going to provide learning materials and courses and community, essentially. But it's very, very specific, which I kind of like as well. So this is for people who are using either Generate Press and or Generate Blocks. So if you're building your websites or thinking of building your websites with Generate Press and Generate Blocks then collar is beginning a community. You can get it for, it uh, looks like it's going to be $20 a month and you get $2, two, two months for free if you go for the annual. And it's going to include generate press and generate block tutorial videos, landing page and content templates, WordPress tips, design and performance, um, updates on the new features that are coming out. And i got to say, if you've ever watched any of Mike's content before, it is super easy to follow. He's an an excellent exemplar of building websites with these tools. So um, I know it stands in co- in contrast to what you're doing over at Stella, doesn't it, Michelle? With Cadence, but still nice to nice to have a community for those people who've gone a different route.
2: Sure, I love this. Yeah. I I think though I was kind of surprised to see that there's a membership attached to it. You know, I mean, honestly, mm. glad you know to see it supported financially and by the way of you know paying for it, but. It's, it was interesting to me to see that it was, you know, there's a price on it to join. So
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's really, I, I don't really have any experience of building a paid community. Mm-hmm. But my, my understanding is that that is an extremely difficult thing to do. I mean, obviously, if you've got some like red hot topic, you know, and you are Elon Musk, you could probably put a community out there for any amount of money, and people will just buy into it almost immediately. But somebody like Mike starting this out, it's not an inconse- inconsequential amount of money, is it? Either twenty dollars a month, uh, you know, two hundred and forty odd a year, or I think he said that you get a couple free, so it's probably two hundred a year. Uh, I think that's probably going to be the hardest bit. I have no doubt that the content on the inside will be worth every penny, because he is so excellent. But I, I do, I do hope that you know that he managed just to find enough people to make it worthwhile for him. So yeah, that was that was interesting. Anything on yeah, this? It's,
1: di- it's different than like when, when we talk about a, a growing, you know, being a community. It's different than just like starting a Facebook group. Mm. He's actually providing content that is consumable that you might want to pay for so it's different than just like hey i want to throw a bunch of people in a room and see what happens this is yeah this is more like he's built he's building courses and he's building a community based on that i'm just curious which lms he's using but that's a story for another day
0: well i can tell you actually because he does no he does mention it and he's not using does a he? wordpress one yeah he's oh, well i say it's not wordpress hold on the word is podio is that a thing P-O-D-I-O. Have you heard of that word before? Let me do find Podio. There you go. The course platform is podio.com, which sounds like a SaaS uh, solution. I've no experience. I've never even heard of it before. Oh, Podio. Sorry, not Podio. Podio. Um, (coughs) And, yeah. But, uh, look, so here's here's Matt Davis chiming in, saying Mike will definitely be successful. He's a smart dude, great designer. And the offering looks ideal for people wanting to get into GeneratePress Blocks ecosystem. Offer looks good for the audience and the price is definitely in the affordable. Uh, and then what does it say? Category. It, it got cut off on the screen, but I'm going to continue reading it. The affordable category. He should be charging more in uh, Matt's opinion. I imagine he will in the future. Yeah. And thank you. He's confirming that it's a SAS LMS uh, and he's using Podia. Thank you for that. Um yeah. So what what I find really interesting about this one, though, is that he's not trying to like hit everybody. He's not trying to do the WordPress course. He's going only for that. What must be a fairly small market, you know, people using GeneratePress and or Generate Blocks. So immediately you've got the WordPress community, which is huge, down to a tiny little sliver. And and I, I don't know. I don't know what his expectations are, but I do like the idea that he he can concentrate on being hyper laser focused on that exact thing um you have to keep your ears peeled on this one michelle and see if there's a see if there's a cadence variant to be done at some point
3: yeah i will say i've been a member of the uh, generate press community on facebook for for many years now um and it really is a great team behind um generate press mostly tom but he's you know there is a team there that's that's helping out and uh and the community is great There's a lot of a lot of good interaction there and uh I guess if I can offer any unsolicited advice not actually to uh, to Mike, but rather anyone who joins this community is uh, is get involved and and start conversations. Um, I've seen a lot of communities start up and and users and members who join the community and they come in and they say, oh, this this community is boring. There's no conversation. I'm done with it. But you know someone needs to start the conversations. Mike can only start so many conversations. And post so many things so if if it's going to be a community you know everyone's got to get involved so hopefully people will do that and and start more conversation and get things going because that's how you get a nice strong community that you know lasts as long as as the facebook one they've had
0: Yeah, I guess I guess he's been making free content for the longest time around this. You know, I don't know what the cadence is. Sorry, I meant literally with a C. um, How often he's putting that content out? But it feels like he's done loads and loads of videos over a long period of time. And I suppose the 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 moment does arrive where you think to yourself, actually, I really enjoy doing this. I, I appear to be quite good at it because people are telling me I'm quite good at it. You know, and every time I put out a video, people tell me how fabulously instructive it was. And I guess at some at some moment, a little light bulb goes on and you say, do you know what? I could do this. I could do the exact same thing and possibly make a little bit of revenue for it. And also, just do a boatload more of it. And I don't know what the user base that he's looking for is, but basically, he does say he wants to move away from client work and he wants to move into content creation. And this is a way of doing it. And if he can get 50, I don't know what the number is, then he can start to do that and and swell the offering that he's got. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Cathy. I uh, I genuinely didn't mean to make that slip up. But, uh, yeah, cadence is an actual word as well, it turns out. Uh, <laughs> but it's spelt differently. Um, okay, so best of luck, Mike. I hope that that goes well. Um, maybe we'll get you on the show at some point and you can show us what you've got in there. That would be nice. Okie dokie. Let's move on. Oh, by the way, I should share the URL. I don't know if I did. I probably did. KB... No, W the elective box. It will be in the show notes, which come out tomorrow. Okay, right. Look, there's that annoying gray box again. Look at that. I'm going to hide it. I'm so (laughs) hiding that. Look, you remember I was talking about the performance team and the fact that they're just on fire? More proof if it were needed. This is Felix Mm Arntz from the performance team. Bravo. Um, Talking about the fact that they want to streamline the, the process of getting plugins included in the WordPress repository. So at the moment, and I didn't really, don't really have much insight into how all this works, but at the moment, there is a, a theme check plugin, which is a tool, and I'm just going to read off the screen, it says, a tool which statistically analyzes, sorry, statically analyzes a given WordPress theme to determine if it follows certain theme developments, requirements, and best practices. In other words, they've automated the process of turning people down to some extent in other words you know if, if you fall foul of major clangers they can the software can spot it well there's nothing on the plugin side and obviously there's absolutely boatloads of plugins the reason i suspect is because it's diffi- more difficult to do mm-hmm. themes are very constrained in what they can do you know it's about the way that the website looks largely and plugins can do well anything i mean literally anything so there's been that and so the the primary goal of this is to provide a plugin Provide plugin developers with feedback on requirements and best practices during development. Provide the WordPress.org plugin review team with an additional automated tool to identify certain problems and weaknesses in uh, before manual review happens. So it's not when the intention here isn't to cut out the manual review. I think it's just to to put a hurdle in the way so that there's at least the stuff which can be automatically identified is automatically identified and provide technical site owners with a tool to assess plugins based on those requirements. Uh, It's going to be a plugin itself, allowing it to be used in other environments to to the theme checker. However, the scope of the plugin checker should preferably be slightly expanded so that it can better adapt to different environments. I'm getting all of this from make.wordpress.org. It was published on the 5th of July, so it's not exactly brand new, but it's called Proposal for WordPress Plugin check out. I think this kind of stuff presumably is being done to save hours and hours and hours of manual checking which I guess in this day and age doesn't really need to happen. Over to you.
3: Yeah, I think this is a long time coming. Um, I think mean, anyone who knows anyone on the plugins team um, knows how hard they work and just how non-stop it is just like what was going on with with the themes team and having to Try and review just, you know, sometimes thousands of, of submissions all at once, and uh, and I think really, this addresses probably one of the biggest misconceptions in the WordPress space, um, and is going to help with it, um, which is something that my company deals with a lot because all the time we see people who think that the more plugins you have, the worse your site is going to be, and that can be the case, but. The thing is, one bad plugin can be way worse than ten good plugins
0: right, yeah, on your site. Yeah.
3: Um, and so, I think having something that's going to be checking performance of plugins is really going to help. Hopefully, dispel that myth of more plugins equals bad. Um, I mean, don't put three hundred plugins on your website, please, please, please. Um, but uh, like, I'm hoping that this will help people understand that there there are good plugins. there are bad plugins, and I don't mean malicious necessarily. I mean, sometimes it's just the developer either didn't didn't know how to how to write better code or or didn't know about um about all sorts of things like asynchronous uh, loading and stuff like that. And so you can have somebody who made a great looking plugin that just absolutely bogs down a site right and you can have like I said, 10 people who created very streamlined plugins that do all of those same features. And those are actually, those 10 will load faster than the one that's not as as well done. And so what they're putting here in this checker, hopefully, um, you know, what's in the proposal is going to really help address that and deal with all those free plugins that maybe were not very well coded. Um, And I think more than anything, it's going to help developers as well. Um, Because if you are new to it, you write some not so great code and you submit it and they say, okay, well, it doesn't break the site and it doesn't have malicious code, therefore we'll allow it you as a developer, you don't necessarily learn at least not as fast as you would if if your plugin was being checked um, easily like that. Um, You know, you may not learn that, that there's a better way to do it. And so hopefully, we're going to see the overall WordPress plugin ecosystem improve because of this.
0: Yeah, I think it's important to re-emphasize that this is being done by the performance team. So I guess there's a component of it which is trying to release up hours of people's time in the theme review process. But it is also trying to provide technical site owners, as I said, with a tool to, to assess plugins based on those requirements and best practices. So the intention here is also to give the rest of us presumably automated performance data. You know, okay, this plugin is doing this, 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 and this you know, have you thought about an alternative? Is there something else that you could do? Um, And I'll just read at the bottom, I'll quote, it says, one of the main complexities around plugins compared to themes is that the plugins essentially have almost unlimited feature set, they can do anything. This makes it impossible to predict their expected behavior. It also complicates defining a reliable set of rules and guidelines to check for. However, there are certain ways to at least detect what a plugin does, for example, using certain WordPress APIs, such such as to register post types and blocks. Such detection mechanisms would benefit from runtime checks as well. For example, a plugin may not affect the homepage of the website in any way, but it could cause several issues in posts on certain post types and so on and so forth. So yeah, the intention isn't just about freeing up time. It is also about getting developers some handy automated information, presumably that could be run almost the moment you submit your plugin. You know, it might be able to give you data back within half an hour or something which would be really useful for you to know you know what this plugin's got no chance of being accepted on the repository go back have a little bit of think about this 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 and this saving a lot of people's time Um, we also know that
1: we also know that the plugin review team um, has now had to become anonymized because of threats and and uh, lashback and so if this was automated and you were getting an automated response it takes a little bit of that like animosity away it's not a person that said you know your plugin is bad it's like it didn't meet the basic requirements you know that's right yeah Yeah. you can rail
0: it you can rail against the software rage against the machine i think is (laughs) right yeah yeah
1: you know uh, but but what i would love to see too is like so you know thinking back to like i don't want to say lowest common denominator as in like negativity but but people who build their own websites and then try to maintain them and don't know the difference between 40,000 pixels and you know whatever are the people who also go oh good there's no updates i don't have any plugin updates that i have to do then there are those of us who go wow that plugin hasn't had an update in a really long time that's a red flag right and so if you had i would love to see show up on our dashboard our plugin dashboard say this plugin has been sitting here for three years and haven't had an update. You might want to look at that, you know, because right. you, you go to the repo and it says, hey, you might not want to download this one because it hasn't had an update since, you know, it's not necessarily hasn't been checked for compatibility with, your, with the current, you know, uh, WordPress version. We don't see that in the dashboard, though.
0: Nick, do you do that kind of stuff with your clients? Do you, for example, alert them to the fact that there's a, you've had a plugin that really hasn't been updated for, well, Let's say four years is a really catastrophically long time. Do you do that kind of thing? Do you get in touch with them and say, "Look, this is this plugin really is not to be trusted anymore, or you need to update it, or indeed, can we swap this one out for this one because we've got slightly better? We've got misgivings about things."
3: Yeah, absolutely, and that's something that does come up all the time. Um, you know, someone will have a plugin, um, and and perhaps that plugin is known to have. A security vulnerability or it's just it's been so long since it's been updated that that you just don't know is there a security vulnerability that's just not known um and so yeah that that is something that we all the time are having to contact people and say hey you've got this plugin it's been abandoned um or you've got this plugin and it's just causing issues um, so we we do handle that from both a security and a performance perspective, um, because bad plugins really um, really are are threefold in that they can be bad for security, they can be bad for prefer- performance, and they can be bad for um, user experience. And so, yeah. um, for all those reasons, it is it is nice to to be able to use a tool like this. And I'm actually excited that you know their proposal includes making this a plugin itself. So you can actually load this up on any site you want and run the plugin checker, um, and so that's that's hopefully going to be a a new tool um, that that can maybe work along a lot of us use on the on the management side.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's nice. I actually had a quirky situation the other day where I was, I was informed by the software that I use to update client websites and so on. Um, that a plugin had been abandoned. And I can't remember what the threshold is. It's like 24 months or 18 months or something like that since the last update. And when I looked into it further, it was quite curious because this plugin was the, it did the tiniest, most of unimportant of things. And I contacted the developer and said, are you intending to update? And he said, well, we would, but there's nothing to update. Everything that we wrote back then is still totally valid, there's no security threat. We do one thing and it's like the the whole plugin is about eight lines of code. Nothing's changed. And I said, oh that's interesting. Because it's being flagged on my software as as a potential problem. And he said, Yeah, that is curious. Maybe we should just go in and update it with literally a comment or something. I said, Yeah, that might be a <laughs> might be a sensible idea. At least it would look like it was being updated. So there are situations where that may not matter. I do apologize for the uh the fact that I'm going further and further into the pearly gates of heaven, but the sun here is beating down and
1: don't go into the light. <laughs> that's right. Don't go oh, into good. the light. Hey, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Slowly going towards heaven. Uh right, okay. Fascinating. Uh, Kristen, I forgot. Oh, yeah, on.
2: I just wanted to say, like, I mean, from the security side, I, I think this the plug and checker is, is really is really going to be a good thing, right? Because we do, we release a vulnerability report every single week at iThemes. And
0: we're seeing anywhere
2: from 20 to 100 new vulnerabilities, specifically in plugins, you know, each week. And so the amount of plugins that are being closed or... You know shut down due to those issues but they're not being patched i think you know getting getting those vulnerabilities you know as a proactive measure spotted before plugins are even approved um, is going to be a huge win for the community as a whole because yeah. plugins really are the biggest source of vulnerabilities at the moment
0: um, yeah
2: using you know vulnerable plugins so
0: just so that you know, Kristen, we feature your, your plug vulnerability pretty much every time it comes out. Sometimes it's a toss-up because there's a, I don't know, the rival word fence or something like that produces something at, more or less on the same day. So, But, yeah, it's going in this week. Um, so there you go. It is, it is definitely read uh, by people like me, so that's nice. Okay, right, moving on. Let's have a look at this one. Um, oh, another nice thing. We've got loads of nice things going on in WordPress, and they're all making it easier to use. This is fabulous. Sarah Gooding, WP Tavern. The article's called WordPress Themes Directory Launches Pattern Previews in Beta... Sorry, I don't know. You say beta or something, don't you? Beta, we say. Um, Meta contributors have turned on a new feature in WordPress.org theme listings that allow visitors to preview themes' bundled patterns. If you're looking at the screen, you can see what I'm talking about. It says, a grid displaying the patterns is now shown underneath a theme's description and tags. These are automatically fetched from any theme that registers patterns, and works for both block and classic themes. And this kind of goes to the piece that we were talking about a minute ago, where it feels to me like the theme, the whole thing of the theme is slowly being usurped by patterns. And I want to know more about what the patterns will look like in a theme than ever before. You know, I don't want to see the portfolio layout. I don't want to see, I don't know, what the the About Us page looks like. I want to see what patterns you've got that would help me Build those kind of things and so this is now possible we're looking at something from the ziva themes uh, z-e-e-v-e-r and you can see there's a grid of nine patterns um, Presumably on the screen, they would look significantly larger than they do on my screen. Um, and it's showing like what the homepage might look like, what a, what a pattern for a homepage might look like. There's a 404 pattern. There's various other ones with rows and columns all laid out with iconography and so on. And this just seems like such a great idea. If you click on the pattern, it's going to launch within the theme preview so that people can see what it looks like in the context of the theme but you won't be able to manipulate it or customize it or anything like that. Uh, allegedly, there are some problems with it. Uh, for example, I think like Woo, if you're trying to do things with Woo, it's not working there at the moment. But this is this is a beta. You know, We're just trying this out. To me, this is totally where I want to see WordPress going. If a theme comes with patterns, I want to see what those patterns look like in a large, full-size view. And uh, I just think this is dead cool and the future. So there you go.
1: you heard it here the future is patterns by nathan wrigley
0: that's it that's what i think anyway well i mean maybe it's not but it kind of feels it it does really does feel like it to me uh it does say here a quote at the moment is that the patterns designed to be full width or wide width may not display as intended uh the issue should be resolved soon um themes without an important point If you're designing themes at the moment and you're not using patterns at all, it says themes without patterns are not necessarily disadvantaged by this new preview section as the pattern directory has grown considerably since its launch to host more than 800 block patterns. Anyway, I think that's cool. If nobody's got anything, I'll go on to the next one. But if you do, go for it now.
1: I'll just say that that patterns and the use of them across your site can really lend to your branding. So it can really become a cohesive element throughout your website and match your branding for sure. So I yeah. think
3: it's really kind of cool. And I think,
0: oh, cool.
3: I think this is something that, again, is one of those, uh, you know, it's been a long time coming. Um, I think we've all dealt with that situation when you're you're looking at the theme repository and, and you, you just kind of get that one picture that it doesn't really tell you what the theme really looks like. Um, and so, you know, these theme patterns also give you much more of a preview for actually like, how things are gonna look in the theme other than just kind of that like real quick like home like blog roll page that the, that we've all had to look at now for whatever it's been 15 years or something.
0: Kristen, anything to add to that? I love it. I think
2: it's gonna enhance the experience of picking a theme, so.
0: Yeah, pure and simple. It will. It totally will. I just love the fact that it's all kind of like these little components, these little mod- modular bits. That It's like jigsaws or Legos. You're increasingly building up the, the website rather than just downloading the gigantic mega theme that attempts to do everything. Just this bare bare bones theme, which has got a header and a footer and a few patterns, and you can go and get patterns from elsewhere and chuck them in. It just seems like it, I don't know. It just seems like it's going to bring a bit of fun back into it all. Um, you know, you can swap things, put things in, immediately decide that's no good, delete them, chuck it in again. And there's just almost zero friction to doing it. Very cool. Um, OK, yeah, combine that with the uh, variations
3: that we were talking about before and boom, you've got a whole quick builder. You can get a, a
0: website set up in you know 10 minutes. Get your SVGs in there, get your WebPs in there, get your patterns <laughs> thrown in, and before you know it, you'll. You'll be having a party all by yourself building WordPress websites. It's a website salad. <laughs> That's right. Oh, go and register that domain straight away. Website salad. Do we have
3: dot salad as a. Uh, <laughs> we should have. Little little
0: <laughs> My favourite domain ending is dot fish. I can't believe you can buy a dot fish domain. Is there any domain on earth with the dot fish ending? I'd be surprised. Um. By the way, it was you, Nick, earlier who said that uh, you shouldn't go out and install 300 plugins. I am going to write a plugin called 300 Plugins just so that you can say to people, don't install 300 plugins. Um, yeah, you can find it at uh, 300 By Nathan Wrigley. It. not to be trusted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, right. Let's get back to the stuff. I'd just like to raise the fact that I created a podcast episode with the fabulous Amber Hines. It came out last week, so it's fresh off the the presses. Um, Amber Hines, if you don't know, she's from Equalize Digital, and she specializes in trying to get the rest of us who don't place the importance on accessibility. She's trying to really upskill us and teach us what we need to know and in the episode i think it's i think it's almost an hour long we go right into it all what you kind of need to be worrying about at the moment what you don't need to be worrying about whether or not something is better than nothing or should it be all in 100% or or nothing at all and it was just really interesting she highlights absolutely boatloads of you can see um at the bottom here there's a whole load of tools and resources that she recommends and and if you're new to accessibility and you are going to have to be good at this in the very near future, I feel, um, then this was a really good 101 introduction to the whole topic. Um, I don't suppose anybody's got anything to say about that, maybe around accessibility in general, but if not, I'll move on.
2: Amber did I just think- do a course with iThemes training last month. Oh, nice. and so okay. if anybody wants to dive into this a little bit more, she had a really great two-day course on accessibility. So over at nice. iThemes training. Yep. Okay. Amber, if
0: you I want
1: think to- I saw her. On- go ahead. Oh, go.
2: I think I saw her on the
1: attendee list for WordCamp US, and um, I haven't met her in person yet. So, like, she's one of those people that I really want to seek out and say hello to.
0: And, Kristen, Enough. thank you. I will drop that link into uh, the browser here quickly, and we'll have a quick look. What do we got? IThemes. So, tr- this is training.ithemes.com, WordPress Accessibility Boot Camp. Uh, coming up, coming up, coming up, or oh, already happened. Coming up. June. Yeah, June 28th. Oh, June. I'm sorry. Yeah. I saw that. And for some reason, I was looking at my clock and saw July. So, OK, so it's happened already. Uh, but she is brilliant. Um, very good. And also just, like, grounds you in it. You know, talking about the fact that, this, that whilst you need to worry about it, it's not worry with a capital W. It's worry about it, as in start to get yourself upskilled, start to make your boss think about it a little bit more. We, ha- we actually got into that whole thing about, well, what if your boss doesn't? you know care at all about this and she talks about strategies and how it's a good idea from a search point of view and all of that kind of stuff so yeah thank you for that all righty now michelle michelle just before yes. the the show started michelle uh, told me about this one this is well you tell me what this is this is an exciting moment in michelle's life a certain <laughs> certain great number is about to be reached and what what are you doing here michelle
1: so I'm just excited. It's it's taken a little while, of course. I'm almost at 10,000 followers on Twitter. And I thought, what would be more fun than like to do some fun giveaways when you reach 10,000 followers? I'm 18 followers away. So.
0: Okay, so there's more than 18 people watching this at the minute. So if you all just go <laughs> and follow Michelle, then... Uh, You're then you've, uh, that's right. That's right. But what what's the what what do you have you solidified what it is that you're going to give away or what kind of quirky things you're going to do?
1: It's right there. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Here we go. Ooh.
1: There you go. There's the there's the prizes. So an autographed copy of my book, a good firm handshake, and other essential business tips, an hour long pick my brain session. So if you've always wanted to just like ask me questions and I can give you help, I I do coaching and I do mentoring and things like that. This is an opportunity to do that. And then also um, because I love coffee, I'll do a coffee gift box. So. Three prizes, three winners. Um, there are some rules. And if you scroll down, you'll see my WS form, form on there that is gives you all the information you need to be able to submit an entry.
0: Uh, right. I've put Michelle's Twitter handle on the uh, on the screen there. It's at, Mich- it's at Michelle A- Ames, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-A-M-E-S. Um, and no doubt with that, you'll be at like forty four thousand by tomorrow morning. Ha That'd be nice. uh, <laughs> that would be nice. What a milestone! Do you do you place? I, I know that you're treating this with a bit of fun and all that. But do you, do you, mm-hmm. Michelle? Do you place like importance on this kind of stuff? Does that ten thousand actually mean something to you? So you know, it's a fun thing to do. It's but just, do you?
1: It's fun and exciting. I yeah. I I just love sharing with people. I don't get really technical in what I tweet. It's mostly fun. It's mostly community kind of stuff. And I just love building community within WordPress and the other people that in my life that follow me over there and seeing people connect and learn and grow. And if I can be part of that, then that just makes me happy.
0: Can I ask, because we all know, because I talk about it all the time, I am so bad at Twitter. I really, there's something about me and Twitter we don't get along. And and I find that if I follow Lots and lots and lots of people, you know. So many hundreds. Um, I just I get confused about what's going on, and and also I I don't really get to see the things that I want to see because it's sort of diluted a lot. So I don't know if that's if that's a thing, but or or you know, are you one of those people that follows one hundred and fifty gazillion people and hopes for the best with their feed?
1: Um, I I will definitely unfollow people that are you know spamming Twitter. Yep. And there are words and phrases that I have on, like, a block list or, if you will, like, a filter list. So anything political doesn't usually show up in my feed anymore. Um, I saw Chris Wigman yesterday was posted that he figured out how to um, filter out Wordle. So he doesn't want to see people's Wordle scores anymore. (laughs) So he found a way that that won't show up in his newsfeed. So, I mean... Basically, Nathan, I think you and I—you need to sign up. You need to win that hour consultation, and That's I, will, right. I, will teach, I will teach you Twitter.
0: <laughs> it's a recurring theme. I genuinely—I don't get it. I don't get how replies are populated and where the thing that I've—I I just don't really get it. And I've never spent the time getting it. But I—I I also didn't know what you just said was true. I didn't realize that there was a way that I could insulate things. Uh, in my twitter feed so like for example
1: i just remember so you can mute words and you can mute phrases
0: uh, okay and you can do that all in the twitter ui can you yes you see that's how good i am at twitter i didn't know that you could mute things okay that's great i've got a laundry list of words but you see my (laughs) strategy my strategy for avoiding that was just to not follow people or unfollow people when I realized Mm -hmm. that a proportion of their tweets were about things which they're very keen on, but don't Mm -hmm. necessarily cross paths with what I'm keen on. Um, Mm -hmm. And I felt that was a bit of a blunt instrument, you know, because I want to see the majority of what you wanted to say, but maybe there's this odd bit. And now that I know that you can mute things, I'm going to go and write the word wordle also. There you go. (laughs) All right, thank you. You guys big on Twitter, Um, Carmen and Nick? You you get into Twitter and use it a lot?
3: Yeah, I, uh, I'm i terrible at Twitter, which Michelle knows very well, and she tries so hard to get me to be better at it, and I'm just not. But she tells me when there's something I need to see, so that's what's important.
0: Yeah. This is yeah. true.
1: I, I, te- yeah. I text him things to look at on Twitter.
0: <laughs> but you see, that that to me is about the most useful person on Twitter is the person that's keenly interested. So in my case, it's WordPress, right? That's basically what I want to see on Twitter. I mean, my family and friends and all of that, nobody's really using it for that. We're all doing it in other ways. And so I just want to see the WordPress stuff. So when I see a link from somebody who I know is into that, so like you, for example, Michelle, that, that's mm-hmm. immediately got my attention because I know that it will be useful and you will have applied your own filter to that already. Um, which is great. Well, that means
1: you that means you didn't see my tweet yesterday where I had no. the most epic bet the most epic bedhead ever and felt the need to share that photo on my Actually, Twitter. I
0: did see have that one. <laughs> I did see. What, that, that was the close-up of you and your face, right? Yeah, that was a, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if that would have made Twitter it through my filter if I'd have been applying nukes and Yeah, okay. Oh, well, thank yeah. you. And Carmen, are you a Twitter yeah. user, I guess, for iThemes? And I think things you mean Kristen. Me? Uh, sorry, Kristen. what did I just say?
1: <laughs>
2: Carmen. <I'm
0: sorry. laughs>
2: Carmen's my friend, though. All um, right, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, the reason I said Carmen was because Carmen's just written a comment down here, look, and yeah, I've just spied yeah. it and said, yeah, no, sorry, Kristen.
2: No, it's fine. I'm probably a casual Twitter user. Uh, Michelle also knows that I'm not the best at Twitter. I, I can find it quite addicting if I'm not careful because, you know, you're just scrolling endlessly. Um, but here in Oklahoma City, we have a pretty active weather Twitter because our weather weather is pretty wild here. So I do follow a couple of hashtags related to our weather, so...
0: That's fascinating. Yeah. So we don't want to get into the whole Elon Musk thing, do we? No, we do not. Uh we're not. We're gonna stay on the you WordPress. Can mute,
1: thing. You can mute the word Elon.
0: Oh do you know what? <laughs> I I don't really know anybody that's talking about that, but it just it it's actually got into the mainstream press over here, which yeah. is just abhorrent, you know. Who, who who anyway? Let's not get into that. Let's carry on. Right, so from one Michelle thing. So go and find that out. That's um that's, Michelle's, that's meetmichelle.online, and the latest post, you can find out about that. But also, um, you've got a sale on over at Stella. This is a we whopper. Do. This is a big this one. Is,
1: this is this is Black Friday in July for an entire week across all of our Stella brands.
0: Can I just ask, has this begun, or are we getting a sneak peek? It
1: did. No, this okay. started okay. today. Started today, it runs through the end of the month, the thirty-first, and it's forty percent off of all the Stellar uh, plugins. So if you were to scroll down, you'll see all the different plugins and the, the links through to those sites. And yeah, it's let pretty me just get
0: stuff. the URL on there. So I don't know if it's applied across the website as regular website, but if you want to see it all in one page, it's stellarwp.com forward slash stellar dash sale. Right, let's have a look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I themes down from $80 to 48 restrict content pro from let's call it a hundred down to let's call it 60. Um, learn dash monthly pricing. That's the cloud.
2: Learn-
1: That's our brand new learn dash cloud. Um, instead of 29 a month, it's 14 a month to start. That's more than,
0: that's that. more than 40 though, right? That's more like 50 something. Oh yeah. It says there look 50% off oh, for the mm-hmm. first, uh, can I just, I'm going to be annoying. Look, um, I see it. I, I see it. I don't, we'll fix it later. I do yeah. F- for the first three months, which, uh, yeah, <laughs> I like it. Shh, shut up Wrigley. Uh, <laughs> the events calendar. This is the one that interests me. I, you know, I run an yeah. event and this is intriguing down from th- two let's call it to two, eight, three, uh, we'll give, Give, sorry 183 yeah it's gone down from 230 Not to up. 283 <laughs> it's gone down by a negative amount um give wp 350 to 210 cadence wp uh 220 to what is that 130 yeah. iconic 300 to 180 and orderable 150 to 90 more or less i'm rounding mm-hmm. but uh valid this offer is going to keep going until the 31st of july so you've yes. got another six odd days. is that literally everything that you guys have there's n- all is. of it wow mm-hmm. that's neat yep. i'm going to add that into the show notes as well and uh, let's see let's see if we can get you some get you some sales of <laughs> thank you Stella. stuff you're welcome no that's great
1: i'm I'm gonna be getting i'm gonna get you a new t-shirt because you wear t-shirts on the show and i i gotta be wrapped so you're getting some t-shirts coming your way i do
0: wear t-shirts on this show but you probably noticed i i have basically three t-shirts and uh it's it's one of those three (laughs) i'm the okay so complete aside i'm the kind of person that the t-shirt that's on the top of the the pile that's what's getting worn today um and whatever's on the top tomorrow is going to get one tomorrow so some weeks it just goes one two one two as they you know as I wash one and just put it straight mm-hmm. on i'm not i'm a bit more of a steve jobs so if you send me one and it makes it to the top of the pile it's going to be on for weeks um it works <laughs> they almost they almost walk themselves right okay so stella wp cell very cool uh, also mm-hmm. right we said at the beginning of the show that we were going to add something to your biography. Here it is.
1: Yes. Just, so this is just hang on.
0: Wait, wait, wait. This yet. is the mm-hmm. coolest URL. Like this. I do not know how you got this. WP dot events. Anything that begins with two letters, I thought was like basically not available. How did you get it?
1: It was available. I don't know how to. Tell it.
0: You just that's just so was, good. If you go trying to December 2, two letters I was of in anything. San
1: Antonio and, and there we go. Like WP.com, of course not, but WP.events was available. And with you know, one of our um plugins is the events calendar. And there is no longer any web there's no word no longer a website that shows all of the different WordPress events. So you have you know, WordCamp.org, which shows all the WordCamps. You have Meetup, which shows the Meetups. But you don't have anything that shows the summits and the webinars and all of the different events that we can all be part of. And so I wanted to create a website that would be a repository for all of those different things. And so we're using the events calendar, of course. If you scroll down, you'll see the events that I've already loaded into the site. And At the top and at the bottom, you have the opportunity to add your own event as well. So when the next uh, Page Builder Summit comes up, I expect you to put that in here and we'll get that added as well. And so, you know, we've got a brand new logo for it. You know, thank you to Alex Menev over at um, Stellar uh, uh, Liquid Web and helping us out there at the Stellar level. And... Yes. We'd love to see your events in here. This is the softest launch ever because I'm putting out a press release later this week. And so those of you who are listening now are getting the scoop, but this is is exciting. We actually started working on it um, two weeks ago and here it is ready to go already.
0: Um, So it's user submitted. So if you've got an event, you have to reach out, um, which you can simply do by clicking this button at the top. You click the add event button, you'll be taken to a uh, a fairly easy to fill out form with the, you know, yes. what you'd expect, um, cost and mm-hmm. website URL and category and so on. And and then you're manually curating those, are you, and just deciding which ones go on and so on?
1: Yep. So yep. it will go into a holding, you know, into holding for moderation. And I will go through and uh, I'll get a notification. And when those come in, I will go through, create the graphic that goes with it using your logo or whatever you've submitted. And then um, approve those in so that they will be part of the repository at wp.events
0: and just the like i said the best url i'm highly highly um, impressed that you managed to get anything with two letters that's pretty I, cool wp events i to wanted to say com to- you see at the end it's of that not WP not, events. no no wp.events like-
1: <laughs> and shout out to cadence we used the cadence theme on this and to nexus for hosting the site
0: there you go. It's all in house. That's kind of cool as well, isn't it? That's really nice.
2: Absolutely.
0: Okie dokie. Hey, no. Are,
2: are well, there any plans for doing an email newsletter for this? Be kind of eventually,
1: cool yes. Cool. Yep, eventually, yes. So we'll have a sign up that people can you, can, you can automatically subscribe to the calendar. So you'll see that below the calendar, there's a, play, a way to subscribe to the calendar itself. And then eventually, we're going to be building into here a way that we can um, share newsletter things with you as well. Show, oh.
0: show me the, where's the, is, when you say the you're, calendar, you're where do I see it. that? Okay.
1: Right below the last, the last. Entry oh, right got there. it. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to do that when we finish this. because yeah. Because uh, I that's exactly the sort of thing that I want to know. That's right up my street. Thank you very much for, yeah, for making the effort. And I will put the Page Builder Summit on whenever it manages to come around. Well, um, since uh, cool.
3: Stellar got me really excited about discounts, I uh, actually, well, we were talking, I just launched a 25% discount. And all of our monthly plans for people watching this, which is actually the highest discount we've offered all year. So if you use the code WP Builds,
0: just I, see what can you guys have me excited about discounts. Let's <laughs> That's, Nick, when this is finished, when we've stopped, when we hit stop, can we talk about that? And I'll make sure that I get the right URL and mention it and so on. That's incredibly kind. That's if I had a product, I would be discounting it right now. But I have no product, so I'm not going to. But uh, anyway, there we go. I have my 300 plugins project, which will be coming <laughs> to fruition very soon. But it's going to be free anyway. So, uh, okay, right. that Fish. Yeah, that's <laughs> top fish. That's it. Uh, we're sticking with the iThemes because this one came across my radar um, and we just happened to have uh, Kristen on the call today. This is kind of cool. New feature coming to iThemes security um, and it's biometric logins and pass keys for WordPress. So it sounds complicated. Do you just want to give us the high level level lowdown of what all this means and how this might affect the login process?
2: Yeah, I mean, we're really excited to talk about this publicly for the first time. So this is kind of
0: another scoop.
2: So we are going to be adding biometric logins and passkeys as a primary login method to WordPress. So this is actually we're really excited about it. It's been months in the work. But if anybody's familiar with the WebAuthn protocol, which is kind of a fancy way of saying it's the future of logins, right? Like it's passwordless logins. But If your device or browser supports Face ID, Touch ID, Windows Hello, even YubiKey, you'll be able to log into WordPress directly with those methods. So it's hands down the future of logins and it's innovative in so many ways. And I think for people who build websites for clients, you know, there's always this issue of getting clients to use two factor or strong passwords or password manager this is going to solve all those problems, so we're really excited about this. It's coming in a few more weeks, but this is going to be our preview where we get to show it off for the first time.
0: Okay, so what we're showing here is not the technology itself. We're we're showing on the page here the fact that they've got a uh, an hour long presentation yeah. with Timothy Jacobs, which is on the tenth of August. So not that far away. You can register for it now. Uh, I'll put the link in the show notes. But I'm gonna I, I want to drill down on the technology now for a minute, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, so. It's, it's using this protocol, WebAuthN protocol, mm-hmm. which it, I, I guess there's going to be an implementation in iTheme security where you can just switch off the traditional password, username and password process. So you'll go to your website, I don't know, uh, forward slash wp-admin or something, and you, you may not want to give too much away. I don't really know. But if let's say, for example, I'm on my iPhone, how does it work? Do, am, am I going to be given the option to log in with Face ID and I'll hold the phone up to my face and, and I'm in? That's all there is to it. It's seamless.
2: Yeah, it'll give the options of registering different devices, too. So, I mean, you're not going to only be logging in from your phone. In fact, like we talked at length about how many users actually log into their WordPress site from their mobile device. Yeah, this point. Yeah. Right. But I think a lot of customers do. Like if you run a WooCommerce shop or you like an events calendar site where you're selling tickets, like you probably do have a lot of customers that log in from their phone so um it's it's something that i it's going to change things every time we've seen a demo where our minds are just blown (laughs) and so um i think one of the best examples right now though is apple if you log into your apple you know account apple id from safari you'll see kind of how that flow works well it'll look like that for wordpress so it's just
0: that's cool. That's really, yeah. really cool. Now, before the show started, and you mentioned that you wanted to talk about this, I, I told you that I had, I have one of these things. You know, this little YubiKey device, yeah. which is a USB. It's basically a keyboard on a tiny little USB stick, and I use this to secure as much as I possibly can. This too, I could this log key. in with this.
2: Yep, WebAuthn supports YubiKey, so you'll be able to do it as well. So it. It's just, it's incredible. It's, we're super excited to be bringing this. I mean, logins, secure logins is still, besides vulnerable plugins, secure logins are like the two big things about securing WordPress. So this is going to be awesome.
0: This is going to be awesome. I love all this kind of stuff. I don't understand the implementations and how the actual tech works. But and I often do.
2: I'm I... using a Yuba key. I actually don't know that many people that use Yuba keys. So
0: yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, I have a I have a whole cupboard full of tinfoil hats for when the aliens invade, and you know I just don't want any of that radiation. <laughs> it's all going on, and and so yeah, absolutely brilliant. And if you combine this with the Stellar WP. Um, offer that we mentioned earlier where they're knocking 40% off, then, um, you know, maybe this is a good time to jump in if that excites you. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Thank you for that. What a great. I use iThemes for, for 2FA already. Um, and I, I like the implementation that you've got. I, you know, I often end up with the, the SMS code and the, um, uh, and what's the other one that I use? The, the email sometimes I use that option as well. But I do like the idea of being able to plug that Yubi key in.
2: Yeah, um, and I'll point out, you know, a lot of other implementations of this so far for WordPress have been as a two factor alternative. And yeah. but
0: this isn't going to be
2: an alternative. It's going to be the primary login method. So you won't have to still have that extra step in with two factor, okay. be able to log right in. So
0: Okay. Wow. Okay. Brilliant. Thank you. Really cool. Uh, okie dokie. So that, I'll put the link in the show notes. That's going to be a talk by Timothy Jacobs uh, on the 10th of August, showing off that nice shiny new feature. And, and that's all I've got, I think, except unless Nick has got a URL for me with the coupon code. I could share that quickly, if not.
3: Um, yeah. So I uh, right now, just go to wpbuffs.com and use the coupon code WPBuilds. And get twenty five percent off your first month of any of our plans.
0: I'm going to call this one the coupon show. I think because uh, we're doing pretty good this time. Every week we need to come up with a name for the show, and and often it's a bit sarcastic and pithy. But uh, I think we'll call this one coupon. No, I might call it. I might call it Kristen. Uh, I might call it Kristen is actually called Carmen. You never know. We'll see how we go. I
1: thought it was going to be dot fish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Okay. There's too many. There's too many. Uh, that's all I've got. I don't know if you guys have got anything you want to throw in. We're going to finish probably, possibly five minutes early, but that that's okay with me. Call it dot fish, says, says Cameron. Perfect.
1: Cameron and I are often on the same wavelength. Yeah, I'm just going to say, fun. That, yeah,
0: you know? yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it. I'd like to say thank you to Michelle, obviously, one of our six rotating. I'm going to go for rotating co hosts. I like that. The next time I want to see you actually spinning. And thank you also to Kristen what i did there and also to nick really appreciate you having you on i'd love to have you uh both of you back we know michelle will be coming back but uh kristen or nick if you want to come back at any point we'll talk about that after the show's ended now unfortunately both of you you may not be aware of this i am now about to humiliate you horribly because you have to wait raise your hands because this is how the image goes and we just do this for like three or four seconds it's terribly embarrassing and it's over And you can now lower your hands and I'm going to say (laughs) thank you very much. Thank you to all those people who wrote us a comment. Really appreciate your participation. We'll be back next week. Next week's going to be the last one because for a little bit, because I'm going to have a week off uh, to go on holiday, which will be quite nice. So I'll see you next week. Thank you very much.